Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma and I've actually had to record this with Chippy not at her chair. She's faffing around out of shot. Oh, she's back. She's back. Don't you wave that lip gloss at me, Missy. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I was putting some frankincense oil in my diffuser to help my focus, which is... I'm not allowed to use it anymore. You are, because it's a lovely colour and looks really nice. Can I still be using it? Surely it's out of date by now. If it doesn't, my top tip... Does it smell? It still smells nice. Yeah. So with that, that it happens as well when those go off. I'm going to plug my, my earphones in. I've got my braces in, if I sound a bit weird. Okay. Um, oh. Oh. Oh, the rustling could have taken place before we started recording, Chippy. That would have been a good All time. Right. To... <laughs> I don't have to edit it. Now I'm going to leave it. In. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're worried about your makeup being off, if it mm. smells or tastes like crayons, like crayon sharpenings, you can imagine the smell of like if you sharpened a crayon. Mm. That's that's an indicator and those lip glosses definitely do it so you're all right you're all right love it was it's very surreal at the moment i should take one of my photos we're doing this on my computer which we don't usually do i usually do it on my phone but that dresser was that your old house or is it a new dresser uh this is my mum and dad's because they couldn't fit it in their house because at your old house you had the dresser that was sometimes behind you when we recorded and so when you first came on I was like oh and I was like oh no she has moved don't take a picture and then you me. said to me the house that we've bought and I was like oh my god has she moved back into her old house well, she's had enough I'm just I don't making need sure that no one can see any addresses or anything well that's my sports bra no one cares no one cares or, no I hate that no one cares <laughs> Oh, look, there's a toilet roll. Look. <laughs> That's a really good one. Your hair looks nice today. It's greasy. It needs washing. I like these tendrils. Well, because <clears throat> I'm it's doing cool. some writing today, I, I was um, actually channeling. Um, now, we always get this wrong. I always get this wrong. Is it the Bronte or the Austins that I try and channel? It's the Austins. Oh. No, Jane Austen was the only writer in her family. Sensibility. All wrote. Did they all write? No. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Most of them wrote. Some of them well. (laughs) That's my opinion. There we go. I'm chippy. They're not even alive to defend themselves. They're not even alive. It was just taking cancel culture to a whole new level. You just cancelled the the fucking Brontes. Not all of them. useless brother can go um oh, i thought i thought the brother wasn't a brother i thought the brother was her no they had a brother oh. called john Ooh, no i want to say sinjin it it would be good if it was sinjin uh it's something hang on uh bronte brother what's he called it's not john branwell ofs branwell bronte what was your name branwell bronte, bronte. Where are you from, Yorkshire? Uh, he was an absolute wastrel. Oh, how do you know that? A bit, a bit. Because I'm, I'm a spod. 
I was spotted. I don't know things like that. I was really jealous of Tom because he had he did some mock exams last week, and I, and I was like, Did you want to sit them? Yeah. You like, I'm getting in there. Yeah. I was like really quite jealous. I used to love exams. Oh, sometimes. I remember the final. I still remember How the are final. We even friends. The final line of my A level English language. I did A level English language, A level English literature separate. And I'm final line of my level English language is like, and we are coining new words all the time. My favorite being Teotuaki, which means the end of the world as we know. I always remember that. Got an A. End of the world as we know it. Um, I hated exams. Um, I used to, I can't fluff. I can't fill out any, there's no, I'm literally like, I can answer the, everything in one line. So I find them really stressful and I used to walk out, flip my desk over. I got a sent for, to educational psychologist about it. Turns out I think, uh, well, I mean, let's not go into a mental health mel- uh, dissection of me, but they thought it was because I have an overactive adrenaline gland. And so it used to go bing in the middle of an exam and I'd go, really? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, exam's not my forte. I feel like we've got all bases covered there for the for the exam lovers. There's Gemma, thong wearing bod. <laughs> for the exam haters, there's me and my granny pants. Comfort first, VPL second. Uh, maybe, maybe that's the thing. I just I just like being uncomfortable. <laughs> In all situations, about you have to do job interviews and stuff when you need a pee. Have you heard that? No. You should do job interviews and if you're going on TV or you're doing anything like that, you should do it with a full bladder because you'll be better. Come on, come on, come on. Come yeah, because you'll just be like, right, I haven't got any time for faffing. I, I was born with the no time for faffing gene, so if it doesn't apply to me, um, if I faff any less, we'll be in I um, watched Alan, the new Alan Partridge this time. Have you seen that? No. Oh, he, yeah. Well, it's one bit of... The only that- bit... I will watch. New series came out. Very funny. Because it's so, honestly, it is so spot on. Chickens are having a meltdown over there. What's going on? Are they all there? It's not their entrails. They've just been rolling. Oh, God. (laughs) They're all there. Oh, Oh, I've adopted two chickens. Have you? (gasps) I can't believe I've not WhatsApped you this. And I feel a little heartbroken about it. I don't because I forgot about it because it was like I well I haven't Have officially they arrived. No, well I haven't oh, actually adopted okay. them. I've sent an email expressing my interest, but I'm I sure I'll get. <laughs> I thought they'd arrived, and I was like, "Fuck, we're out of touch. What's COVID done?" And in fact, you don't have to tell me about every email you send. Okay. okay. Anyway, um, anyway, back to Alan Partridge. It was it's um very funny. I don't love Alan. No, I do. I love the bit where he has his flashbacks to him in the Toblerones in the car. Or oh, he's dancing in his um, leather thong, going, oh, like, dude from the BBC, spell my cheese or something. <laughs> okay, it's, it's rapidly going downhill. Um, what was I, I need to ask you advice and, it, and it, um, it, it's actually serious. It's called shift gear. Shift gear, okay. okay. I don't know why you're asking me advice, Gemma. <clears throat> Segway into seriousness. Well, because this is something that I'm struggling with, and and I think it fits into what what's the lady? Who, what's the lady's name? Who wanted to Becca? Ask 
Becca wants us to talk about boundaries. Now, there's this boundary that I struggle with with my job on social media. Yeah. I get a lot of charity requests. Mm. Into my DMs, I will get a lot of messages that say, hi, um, hi, Gem. Um, Could you do me a favor? My auntie's son or my sister's son. Yeah. has this condition they've just set up a just giving page it would be really great and and I just feel awful every time like I can't bring myself to say no because how do you say no and so I kind of just run away from the problem (laughs) I don't know how to deal with it because if I did do that if I did every request everything would be those requests requests, which would then bring in more requests it's difficult because I mean for example we're not allowed to watch children in need in this house anymore Uh, I think it's where I get all my emotions out in one evening and I just it's, it's a harrowing watch yeah I just spend my evening on the phone giving away money we don't have and Joe's like I can't I can't afford for you to listen to like you can't watch it anymore because we give to charities anyway so he's like part of the reason I have standing orders to charities is so that when you have to say no to people in the street or whatever you know those guys who stop you you know I, I've got them set up and I, I don't feel terrible about myself but then I come home and you're like look at the children I've given them a billion pounds and he's like we don't we just can't afford for you to do it and it's really difficult and I don't know I mean if you look at all of those just giving things you're gonna be bankrupt as well because you'll be like well I can't share it but yeah. I'll give them something. I, when, I, when, I, when I first started, I remember someone actually contacted me and actually asked me for a loan of not a small sum of money. It was in the, th- in the thousands, low thousands. And, and I, when I said no, they got quite shitty about it because they said, well, you're obviously doing all right for yourself and I'm not. That's a different scenario. I mean, <laughs> that's that's completely different. Like, I think the, the reason why people are asking me, they're all, all they're doing is asking me to share. Yeah, which, which obviously totally raises get. awareness. Yeah. Um, but you have to if you do it for one, that means you have to do it for everyone. Yeah. And 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 that's where I just don't know. So I'd love to I know it's, the Lord Rex and your thoughts on it, really. I think it's also difficult because <clears throat> for ages you had your DMs switched off, mm. your messages switched off because you get so many messages. And I think if you have a if you have a big following, even I find it. So I've only got three thousand something followers. You haven't. You've got four thousand um, five hundred and sixteen or something. I looked the other day. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, I love it when you're wrong. <laughs> um, but even I get messages from people, and then I think I need to reply to that, and then I just can't find, I'll find it. them again. Yeah, four thousand sixteen. That's well, not four thousand five hundred and something. It's more than three thousand and something. All right. 
in the middle one. Um, Everybody go and follow Chippy because she hates, <laughs> she hates she hates it when people follow her because she feels the pressure. Feel real pressure because then they all disappear again and you're like, fine. <laughs> what content did you come here for? If it wasn't pictures of my dog with blossom in his beard, I don't know. I don't know what you're expecting. Um, so <laughs> I think it's really difficult, and I don't think. I mean, I'm surprised that I have that many followers and I will wake up in the middle of the night and literally be like, oh my God, someone sent me a picture uh, sent me a picture asking about their kid's face and I can't remember who it was and I've yeah. thought about it and I and and I feel really bad about that. So and they've, and they've seen that you've seen it. Yeah. And short of going on every day and literally being like, does your name begin with a C? Did you send me a message about your child's keratosis pilaris? Because I cannot remember who you are, but I do have solutions for you. Like my entire- that. Do you remember when I did that with Jen? With Jenny, she offered to be a mod. This is going back like four, three years. She offered to be a mod. Pre-me, huh? Jen was a mod pre-me. Yeah, was she? Yeah. Anyway, so I, I just remember she volunteered to be a moderator, and all I could remember was her um, um, profile picture. Yeah, of her holding a a cup of coffee right and I, I couldn't remember, remember so I went on to my Instagram stories and do you remember that music from um Radio 2 so I had this music in the background and I'm like I did a whole bit and I'm going um do you uh do you are you the Instagrammer with the profile picture with the lovely blunt fringe I need anyway she got in touch yeah, it works. <laughs> also, maybe I just need to be doing more public service announcements. But um, so I totally get why you'd switch off your DMs, and also obviously you get people being knobs. Yeah. But, um, I <laughs> I think it is partly as well. It's just how do you deal with that? And I think maybe the way that you would deal with it, or the way that one would deal with it, is to because I always take the piss out of you because when you you'll ask me something or you'll tag me in something or something will happen and I'll message you. And then it'll say, thanks for messaging Gemma Gray. And I'm always like, you've just sent me a message that I've replied to. And now I'm like, Gemma will get back to you when she feels like it. Like, but she's just, I, I just replied, she messaged me and I'm replying. Gemma Gray thinks you're a bit of a loser, I get. So, um, but it would, I think because you have that autoresponder, which is very clever. I've taken that off. I don't know. Oh. I, can't, I can't remember how to put it back on again. But Instagram but I was has... say, it'd be quite yeah. useful to say, I'm, I'm gonna really sorry. I'm going to write that down. Due to the volume of requests for charity sharing I get. I can't. Due to the volume? The volume of, of requests. <laughs> requests. Yes, I am, for... I am actually writing this down. <laughs> for, um, for sharing... For sharing charitable charity pages, charity just pages, giving yeah, sites. Um, I can't share. Yeah. I can't. I can't share to help keep it fair for everyone. Yeah, yeah. All right. If anyone else has got any other problems, don't forget to send your emails <laughs> into confessions at. Oh God! Why can't we retain this? Oh, hold on. Let me have a look. Oh, let me. Let me find. Uh, my new brace is really painful everyone confessions at life laundry podcast.co.uk i'm going to say that again confessions at life laundry podcast 
www.thepodcast.co.uk. There we go. Hurrah! Oh, I can't find you again. There you are. It's, there's no the. It's, it always shows me there's no the. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was thinking, so part of my um, training, actually, to put myself onto my course today, Gemma, but part of my thing is that I'm retraining to be a success coach and a mediator. And um, I mediated a divorce last year. And um, I have sort of ongoing work with the husband. And he, I was talking to him yesterday and I was saying to him, you know, one of the things that I, I don't have this problem with Joe. And again, it's, it's very specific. Joe and I met when I was a week before my 21st birthday. Joe and I were babies. Joe was 24. Like, so part of my relationship with Joe is that he's now, we met when he was 24. He's now about to be 42. Like we've, we've done a lot of growing up. Do you up have together. an elderly husband as well? He's not that elderly. He's not as elderly as yours. Actually, no, he probably is. No, he's 44. Between you and Dar- Derek, four years. Who's, who's Darren? Derek. Dar- Derek Darren. Derek Darren. <laughs> <laughs> can't have another nickname um so yeah um, so you met so, so you met I, Darren when you were so I met Darren when I was I met Joe so Joe and I did a lot of growing up together so a lot of my thoughts uh, it, a lot of my connection with Joe is partly that we've done a lot of growing up together like he do you know what I mean and I think that's that's a very nice thing you probably had that with your ex um because you got together very young dragged up together yeah, so, but, so that's what I mean. It's like a lot of your emotions are tied into the fact that you were very young when you met. Mm. But one of the things, I know I'm not going to say envy in that way, but one of the things that I think is a massive pro of getting a divorce or a separation, and believe me, I know there are loads of negatives. It's not a nice situation at all. But what I've seen is you have the ability to set boundaries for yourself and that's often something that gets worn away mm. in a marriage and not in a, a Joe, but that's what I mean. Like Joe and I, because we met when we were younger, we've kind of, it's different because you're setting bar, bar, uh, boundaries as you get older anyway. But I think a lot of the time stuff gets worn away, you get worn down, you just sort of do what's best for the family. And, and often, obviously the marriage fails for, for many reasons something's not right and that often involves an erosion of your ba- boundaries and so quite often when I speak to people who have been through a divorce and they're kind of coming out the other side and it's like great you can now you don't have to put up with that all that stuff that you put up with for the good of your family or because you'd known them for ages or because that's just how your marriage was you don't have to put up oh boobs <laughs> are they feeling left out Shit, she hasn't seen my boobs today. Great, there they are. Honestly. I was trying to readjust the lighting and now I feel like I've interrupted your soliloquy. Well, no, but you know what I mean? Do you agree you've been through the board? I do agree, but I think I, one thing I, I think it might differ from person to person, but I think for me, it was more the, once you were divorced, it's the ability to, reset and reassess your boundaries especially if you get married very young you know you change and you mature and your boundaries will change as a result and it's very this is exactly what I mean you have that thing where you're like actually no 
the stuff that I I think it's a huge thing isn't it I hate that thing where people go oh you've changed and you're like I fucking hope so mm-hmm. I hope I'm not the twat you knew when I was 15 mm-hmm. um and I think that's a, a pro- can be a problem with marriages can't it where you're like mm. you're not allowed to change because mm. like well I met you when I was 19 and I, and I want you to be exactly the same person I'm allowed to change but you have to be exactly the same person and it and I think it can be that thing where you're like whoa I can totally remake the rules for me and be like what will I put up with what will I not put up with what's acceptable what's not acceptable and I think that can be really freeing I was I did exactly that and I was such a a cow bag to Derek like I actually don't know why he's still around if I'm honest <laughs> because... but uh, <laughs> I mean I had a minor a very minor version of it where I, I and I think I messaged you about this I was with someone for about two years before I met Joe and um, he's lovely, lovely guy. Didn't work, obviously. And um, when I met Joe, I literally, like, we, we smooched and everything. And then I was like, if you don't text me back within three days because you're doing the thing, no. If you think we need to take a break, no. If you blah, 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 no. Yes, so I was very similar. I had a list for Derek, and um, well, I haven't was... finished though because oh, remember list. I texted and <laughs> no, no, no. so I sent out this list, and I was like, oh, I'm just very um, decisive. Get me being a decisive, and then I realised literally about a year ago, and I, I think I texted you. Someone did a series of posts on Instagram saying, "This is what gaslighting is," and we, it was a swipe along. And it was like this, 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 this. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, that is everything that ex-boyfriend did. Mm. Subconsciously, he wouldn't have done it deliberately and everyone loved him and he was a really nice guy. But I was like, oh my God, that is exactly. And when you try and explain it to someone at the time, it may, like it's so impossible to explain gaslighting because you sound like a dick. Why do they call it gaslighting? Yeah, yeah. Term originated from the 1938 play and 1944 film adaptation Gaslight, where the protagonist's husband slowly manipulates her into believing she's going mad. The name comes from a part in the film where the husband is using the gas lights in an upstairs flat, causing them to dim in his own. So obviously, oh my God. making her feel like she was mad. Um, oh. But. Yeah, I think it definitely, it's funny because when I met this guy, I was super confident. I, I always say it's my peak, my peak in terms of like, I was super confident, piercings everywhere, massive hair, I used to get called Bon Jovi at work. Didn't have any trouble getting boys, you know, was living in London, having a great time, met this guy and it just made me feel small and awful and miserable and not good enough and then afterwards I was like I still feel that way but I know that to make me feel that way is unacceptable and I think Mm. you know I can feel like I'm not good enough and then my brain can tell me that what my brain tells me isn't fact and you have no right to make me feel like that because that's your opinion and it's not fact and you're just doing it to make me feel small do you see what I mean And so it gave me that feeling of like, no, I'm better than that. You can't mess me about. No one has the right to mess me about. And it kind of, 
I, I, I'm grateful for it because I've taken that through life since where I'm like, no. Yeah, and I, so it's, it's really difficult to set boundaries. So I, I keep, I mentioned, I know I mention this every week and I know it's really annoying. We've discussed on several occasions when people do this, but I am working on something and I'm doing a lot of research in the background, <laughs> which basically, which basically translates I'm spending an awful lot of time on YouTube yeah um some very funny youtubers out there I'm, I'm 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 looking at a lot specifically looking at youtube commentary videos yeah. where a youtuber will just comment on either a celebrity or an instagrammer or another youtuber or whatever yeah and once someone said something one of the better ones said something i was listening to and they i'm sorry what what's happening i'm just trying to work out what that is it's big and big and brown i'm trying to work out if it's a fox no it's a rabbit a bloody big one i mean is it a fox is it a rabbit anyway so and, and, and this person said and this person said um, in a way, I won't tell you who they were talking about. In a way, I would much rather them be a narcissist because that kind of excuses their behavior mm. because that's a personality trait that they don't necessarily make a conscious effort to emulate. You know, you don't wake up and go, this week I'm going to be a narcissist. You know, like you yeah. either yeah. are or you're not. It's a personality type. Um, yeah. it's, it's very hard to set boundaries against people who do gaslight subconsciously, who are narcissistic and who have certain personality traits that make it almost impossible for you to guard against. And um, I remember a friend who, not you, I'm not doing no, that. No, you said this weird pointed thing. I remember a friend. <laughs> I remember a friend um, yeah. recently who always used to, to, to say how they were an empath. No. But uh, not, yeah. not necessarily. I get the pointing. Do, do, do you know what I mean? And it's really hard to... There's, there's a very strange things because I always think there's... And you, I know that you were told the same. When someone tells you something about themselves, believe them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so right. But I think it's really interesting because a lot of the times when people tell me that they're an empath, mm. they're not. that means they're not. It means they want to feel everything very deeply about them. Everything becomes about them and they want mm -hmm. to feel it very deeply. Or they want you to think that they're an empath so that they can do this love bombing thing. So have you ever been on the receiving end of like a narcissist will like love bomb, love bomb, love bomb, love bomb. And they're like you, they make you feel like the most amazing thing in the world. And then they will pull that love away completely out of the blue so that you draw in closer so that they can maintain that control over you. Yeah, um, I never, I'm like a, um, I find narcissists deeply fascinating um, to the extent that I'm trying to find a book on the science of it. Um, I've got my first coronavirus jab on Monday. I am too, yeah, it's so funny. 
it's literally you know how you said I was looking I was doing this earlier and you were like that's exactly the face that Mike did (laughs) I feel like Derek is the male me yeah possibly Joe is a really bad at maths male version of you right Joe, because literally you and Joe do stuff at the same time. So I went to put Joe's COVID jab in the diary and I was like, oh, Jenna's getting her hands done on the same day. You and Jen, um, to get your COVID jab. Yeah. Um, it, although I have to say, you did some pretty impressive mental arithmetic on the phone before. I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't keep up with it because you were just going four, 55, I did the eight times table. I went one eight is eight, two eight is 16. <laughs> Do you know what really caused me a lot of thought, though, is that I learned how to do my times table on table disco. I don't know if anyone else remembers tables disco, but now me and my dyslexic sister, who neither of us can do maths, uh, if you ask us to do any kind of times tables, we will do the wrapping from tables disco. So the fact that I managed to go one, one eight is eight, two eight is 16, Three eights, uh, and not a wrap. Go and do the wrap then. One eight is eight. Two eights are sixteen. Three eights are twenty-four. 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 No, <laughs> there's no Manchester woman afterwards. Just going up oh, twenty-four. What thirty-six? <laughs> One five five. Two fives are ten. Um, it's great. Tables disco. And I found it, downloaded it, played it to my son, who looked at me like I had lost my shit. I was like, let's make learning times tables fun. That's an oxymoron. It's got like this echoey man who's clearly recorded it on like, you know, those old tape players where you press the button and it flips open. It's got like a silver speaker at the back. Yeah, one of those. He's plugged in his microphone because it's got that echoey sound. And he's got his friend on a keyboard doing some drum noises, and he's like, one, eight is eight. And it's great. Um, right, uh, I saw, I saw going back to Thomas Mark, I said to Mike and, and your mental arithmetic, Mike got 100% in his A level mental arithmetic section. I mean, it's so funny, isn't it? How, how brains work. I, I saw a friend of mine yesterday, and he's he got divorced a couple of years ago. And so I was talking to him about dating. and and everything and I was saying and I a he lives in a very he, he lives in a very different area to me so he was like do you think do you think women would like this and I was like <laughs> your women yes me no like I felt like <laughs> such a town a country bumpkin I was like oh my god I'm not I'm completely the opposite of your ideal woman and I was thinking god the things that you go for that I'd choose in a husband if Joe bless his soul fell off the face of the earth tomorrow and they were like you can pick your your dream man right that's a shopping list i'd be like good with money good at maths (laughs) (laughs) and i just remember being like when i first met joe being like well it's got boring he's got an actual job that's a bit dull has no tattoos doesn't have a beard doesn't play in a band Anyway, my whereas now I'm like maths, lovely. Please be able to do. Oh my God, give me an accountant. Humana, 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 humana. Oh, a mortgage advisor. <laughs> uh, what's your positive for the week, Chippy? Oh fucking hell! Every time, it's a surprise. Uh, positive for the week. Well, I mentioned that someone bought me peonies last week. Mm-hmm. 
if anyone does follow me, they'll have seen my daily peony updates. Spam, yeah. These peonies arrive hot. You're right. Hot pink, <laughs> closed buds. And you know when you get peonies from the supermarket and you're like, they never open and they're a bit disappointing. They're now, a week later, like big dinner plate size, coral, mm. pale, pink peonies. They are a dream. Peony season is disappointingly short, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But also it means it's my wedding anniversary on Sunday. Is it? Yeah. So that... we now run the gauntlet of what terrifying present Joe gets me. It's good. What's your positive of the week? Um... <clears throat> oh, Gemma. How was your week off? Oh, um... you did some planting. Yeah, I did. They did. Um, you trapped in some bunnies into the area to eat the plants. Oh, they actually, I know it's 10th fate, but I had a little word with them and they've, they really are sticking to their side now. Oh, that's good. I feel like when you're married and you're like, this is my side of the bed, okay? This yeah. is your side of the bed. I don't care what you do on your side of the Just bed. Just do whatever you want on your side of the bed. Just don't come over onto my side of the bed. Yeah. My positive is that. Um, I've got new nails. I cannot, I mean, the, the, it's a podcast, so everyone is listening. There's been so much nail chat, and by that I mean, Gemma always talks with her hands, which I think is why you're really good on telly. But the hand talking has been excessive. Well, are you showing me your cat's bum? <laughs> They're just showing you Milo. Oh, okay. Well, that, that works. You, you were positioning his bum to the camera, which seemed a bit rude. Okay. Do you think he looks evil? All cats look evil. That's what I said, yeah. He's not exceptionally evil. Um, yeah, so I... Absolutely evil. Yeah, so Gemma has been... Ever, I talk with my doing hands. It now. The she number of people that actually ask me if I am a trained sign language person. Now, I learned sign language. I can't remember it. But I do know that party is this. I know, that's biscuit. Earlier. Oh, I don't know that, that I didn't know a biscuit That's two biscuits but I know that party's that and earlier when you were talking about something you, you did this and I was like no you said friends and I was like no party <laughs> internationally signed party I've had nails done and I really a really good job for you because you're such a hand talker but since you've had your nails done it's there's been a lot I don't know what that is <laughs> that's a universal sign language that's not official um, <laughs> but there's just been a lot of yeah, in fact, look, I've taken my photo for this week's. You've stopped doing the videos, and I like your videos. Oh, are you being rude to the laundrette? No. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, I, and I've and I've only since I've had my nails lovely. back that I've been realised how, how much I talk. Now I can't stop doing it. How much I talk with my hands because when I'm doing videos and editing the videos, it just looks like I'm going. Look at my nails, look at my nice nails. They I've are been, lovely. I've been you, doing... Do you have do you have false bits put on them? Oh now, Karen, we've been through this, haven't we? Because yeah. I said that I had SNS, SNS nails, which is basically a dipping powder. So she, you said Karen says they're fine, and Karen immediately phoned me up and was like, I did not say they were fine. And I was like, Karen, you know by now she doesn't listen to us. She hears what she wants to. Oh, the so yeah, I have little. I have got tips because my nails were short, so it, and then they dip it in like glue. No, it's like powder dip, powder dip, powder. They're much 
kinder to my nails I've found than acrylic. And then eventually your nails will just grow to normal length and you just have the dip over the normal nail. But they are they fake. They look really nice. Um, my sister, oh. My sister's birthday presents. Happy birthday. <laughs> my sister is a Jessie or a Jess or a Jessica. But my mum is like, if I'd known people were going to call her Jess, I would never have called her Jessica. And I was like, what did you think was going to happen? And she's like, I don't know why people need to shorten everything. And I was like, that's as maybe. But the world does not revolve around what you think. And you can't have a Jessica that doesn't sometimes get called Jess. I don't think my sister cares. But anyway, I call her Piglet. Mrs. Mrs. Chippy, Mrs. Chippy has an opinion on everything. <laughs> what, my mum or me? Yeah, no, no, Mrs. Chippy. That's calling your mum. Yeah, but Mrs. literally every time, oh, you lit bomb. Um, when people ask me to describe my mum, I'm always like, imagine me. No, I always say, imagine she's like me if I like, and I have no opinion. She makes me look like I have no opinion or no view on anything. <laughs> she's like me <laughs> times a hundred. <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy, Mrs. Chippy and Jess. <laughs> Bye. That sounds like a children's TV programme. <laughs> Chippy, Chippy, Mrs. Chippy and Jess, loads of opinion and one person who's just really lovely and finds that's all embarrassing. <laughs>